Hey everyone, it's Ariel Hawani. And I'm Chuck Mendenhall. And I'm PT Carroll, and together we are Three Pack. Join us on the brand new Spotify Live app immediately after all of the biggest fights in combat sports. And also during the weigh-ins, because that's when the real drama happens. So what are you waiting for? Follow the Ringer MMA show right now on our exclusive Spotify podcast feed. And come join the best community in MMA. Peace! We're out of here. It's the Ringer NBA show presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now, and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find out what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like three-minute markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available. And listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 years and older, 18 and older in D.C., and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Arby's. Arby's better not catch you slacking on snacking with their new two-for-five-dollar chicken wraps. And your choice of ranch, barbecue, honey, mustard, and a bonus flavor called Incredible Value. You can't taste it, but boy, is it sweet. Arby's two-for-five-dollar chicken wraps are here for a limited time at participating locations. Visit an Arby's near you or order ahead on the Arby's app. What's poppin'? Logan Murdoch here. Raja Bell there. Raja, it is time for the inaugural event. It is time for the release, okay? We got awards to give out. It's our year-end award show. I figured this out. We made this happen about two weeks ago, I think, and we got some makeshift categories. We're about to just give out awards, Raja. Are you ready? Are you ready to go? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go. Let's pop up. All right, so... You know, when we do something special, we got to bring on one person, bro. You know this, right? We got to we got to bring our guy. We got to bring the man, the myth, the legend, the czar of the Ringerverse, the tyrant of the timeline, the chief apologist of Laker Nation, the TH truther. You got a lot going on. The CMO <laughs> of the streets. Jomi Jomi is in the house. What's going on, Jomi? How you doing, bud? Tyrant of the timeline is insane. That's <laughs> you earned it. That's nuts. You, you earned it. I'm the nicest person that's ever tweeted. How could you even say that? Wow. wow. Are you serious? Okay. This this real no, ones is built on truth. <laughs> and you out here lying. <laughs> I have a reputation to uphold, Logan. Come on now. Nah, man. I'm, it's I'm always happy saying. to be here. It's always love, man. I can't wait to get into this. Got I got some awards to give out, man. Woo! I can't wait to get okay. it. All right. Let's 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 get let's let's get right into it with the first award, okay? Without further ado, let's get into it. Our first award of the year, of the night, of the morning. Newcomer of the year. I'll go first and then we'll go to Jeremy and then go to Ra for this one. Um, my newcomer of the year. So like I have two right now, right? I have I, I was thinking, I'm thinking Scotty Barnes is, but no. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna just go right out of the building. This is my wild card. I'm gonna go with Austin Reeves. You know why? You know why I'm going with Austin Reeves? Austin Reeves. I'm going yeah. Austin Reeves 
because I watched a lot of terrible basketball in Los Angeles. And you know who kind of just gave mm. us a glimmer of hope, gave the Lakers a glimmer of hope every single time? It was Austin Reeves. Well, you might as well yeah, call right. this the THT award then, bro. Because this is what y'all <laughs> did two, year, two, three years ago. Both y'all got up on here. Sasha Mack was still present. And I had to listen to all of this bullshit about three years ago. So rename this. This was the THT award. Go ahead. Give it this, out again. Okay. Okay. For me specifically, I don't know what y'all are going to pick, but this is the THT award for love and respect. And just, just giving us hope. Austin Reeves, baby. We're going give to give it to Austin Reeves. There it is. Who is your newcomer of the year, Jomi Jom? Who are, who is your newcomer of the year? Well, see, I took this a little more seriously than you did, buddy. <laughs> um, my, my newcomer of the year is Paolo Bancaro. Shout mm. out to Magic fans out there. Shout out to my man Steve Cerruti. And you already know the big dog, uh, Ryan. Um, but here's the thing, right? I went to Summer League for the first time this summer. I was like, hey, man, we in Vegas. You know, we're going to watch some basketball. We're going to have some fun, da-da-da. Uh, I had never seen Paolo play in person before, but everybody's like, man, he's so big. He's so strong. You know, I was like, all right, we're going to see. about We're going to see, you know. And, like, the little, the first thing, you know, you go down the floor, and the first thing you notice is uh, he's the biggest dude on the court. 6'10", can dribble, can pass, can shoot. The man's got all the skills, he's fast, and you're watching him in summer league. And you're like, "Oh, dude, he's he's just the best guy on the court, easily, easily," you know. And they pull him after two games because you already know what you got when Paolo's on the floor, man. You got a guy who can who can really play, really play play basketball. And so when you know to see him playing this well early, I know you know Matherin's playing well as well. You know, he's not he's not going to walk to rookie of the year like I thought he would, you know, because there are other rookies. Jaden Ivey's balling right now, too. So shout out to them. But Paolo Bancaro, man, like from something I knew, like, oh, this dude's going to ball. So he's my newcomer of the year. Oh, what's the, what's his ceiling, Ron? What, what have you seen from Paolo? Because you've been on him early as well. You, you, you've you loved his game. What, what, what is his ceiling, you think? Yeah, that's a good that's a good question. I don't have a great answer for you. I think because he was so physically ready to come into the NBA. um. You know, the floor was going to be really, really high for him. Like that was that was going to be hard to miss just with the physical prowess that he possesses. Um, you know, I think I think Paolo could be a perennial All Star. Uh, I don't know that he is Jason Tatumish, and I'm, I mean that's a bad comp just because both of them came out of Duke. But I don't know if his ceiling is like best player in the NBA type of deal. You know, if mm-hmm. that's fair. Yeah, I don't mean to disrespect because everyone can go to the drawing board and keep working. But I, I don't know that I see that type of twitch just general fluidity and and upside but you know i think he could be a perennial all-star in the nba i think he'll continue to add to his bag um he was just so far ahead of the curve physically with a lot of young players that come in yeah um that it was it was kind of easy to see this one coming for me but i i I will let you introduce my pick i'm going to go in a different direction only because jomi oh joey took your pick we have one more question for you real quick just an nba question for paolo really quickly because you brought up a good point in terms of just him being physically ready and that bringing his floor really high and like i don't know because sometimes that could be that's that's fine right luka Doncic comes to uh, is a good example of someone that was physically ready to play right but then you talk about also a guy like Tyreek Evans, who was physically ready to play basketball when he first got into the league, and 
he became rookie of the year, but it it was just that he was who he was. Like, how hard is it to see a guy that, oh, he can play in this league at a young age, but can he go to another level? How, how do you judge that part? Well, I mean, a lot of people miss on that. It's not, there's no perfect science to that, right? You're, you're trying to, you're trying to marry a few things, right? You're, you're watching um, areas that he could improve in, um, mm-hmm. whether he's got the mindset and the work ethic and the general, you know, makeup to, to go back to the drawing board each summer, admit at first that, Hey, there's room to grow in these deficient areas, put that work in to do it. Um, you know, the situ the situation that he's in a lot of times will dictate whether or not their player development staff, whether there's, whether there's, uh, you know, we talk about this all the time, whether there's a foundation mm-hmm. in, in terms of organizationally around him that's going to allow him to continue to develop and blossom. There's a whole lot that goes into that. Um, and, and that's not even just touching on, you know, physical trade, size, speed, you know, because some of that goes into the package. Like, I, you know, we could talk about, you know, and it does. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. But when talent works hard, it's hard to beat it. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So like when the Hello, talent LeBron is really James. out there working, yeah, it's yeah. hard to beat it. So, you know, there's a lot that goes into that, but I mean, it is the it is the question that 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 quite frankly keeps some guys hired, keeps keeps other guys getting fired. It's hard to it's hard to put your finger on what what that looks like, who's going to wind up succeeding and who's going to wind up not reaching potential of of the highest drafted type of NBA ready players. It's hard. Yeah, sure. We'll see what happens with Paolo. So who is your pick, Raja? Well, I mean, I'm I'm going to go with the youngin from Indiana, Benedict Matherin. I'm just, I think, uh, you know, as a 6'5 guard. I mean, I like Paolo Bancaro, too. Obviously, that was my pick. I've been on him from the jump. But I'm going to give him the nod um, because his team's just playing better. Like, the, the Indiana Pacers are are maybe a little bit of a surprise to me. I mean, I, I'm sure Indiana fans had him doing what they do. But for me, I think they're a surprise team. And he's been a big part of that. Um, 17 and 17.9, 18 points a game as a guard in the league is no easy feat. It really isn't coming in, trying to get adjusted to the size speed um, or in lack thereof, like time, the lack of time that you have to actually do things in the NBA. That's what people don't necessarily realize. And I tried to talk to kids about this, especially high school kids. What happens when you level up along with people getting better like with their skill sets but the 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 level up in size and athleticism just changes the speed in which you have to be able to do things to be successful so it's hard to account for that like on the fly so a lot of rookies will hop in and they have they struggle for a year or two they're trying to catch up to the speed the processing mm-hmm. like oh shit i don't have you know 0.75 seconds to get this shot off i got 0.5 so yeah it's fractional, but it's real. And I think he's done a really good job with that. And since his team's overachieved in my book, I'm giving it to him. Word. Also, like just the Pacers overall, man, you could tell they're building something. And, you know, they 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 might not have the best record in the Western, I mean, the Eastern Conference, excuse me. But you could always tell how good a team is going to be by how hard they play every single night. And they're a team that that they're going to give you everything you can, you can handle. And they might they might steal a couple. I love what they got, what they're building over in Indiana. So yeah, we'll see what absolutely. happens. Um, so I'm going to start this next one with Jeremy. I'm curious to see what it, what 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 he picks for this one to start. Um, coach of the year. I know you've had a hard time with 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 rooting for for all the coaches that that you root for for your team, but um, I just would like to see what you what you got going. What who is your coach of the year, sir? 
look again. I'm, I came here to, to impart my basketball knowledge upon the people, Logan. <laughs> I gotta go with Jock Vaughn out of Brooklyn, out of the Brooklyn Nets, man. Look, when he took over the team, they was looking at the abyss. Steve Nash had let him in the lurch. Ever since, right in the in the twenty four games, they're seventeen and seven. That's a that's a seven hundred ball club right there. Even go even go back to twenty twenty when he was the interim coach. They were seven and three. So that's seven hundred ball club. The guy can can coach this team, and I think like you know, he's. I honestly think he's the future of the Brooklyn Nets. You know, he's you know what forty seven. You know, a lot of lot of lot of time left, but really, he's. They're playing defense. They're winning games. You get some, you fix the roster a little bit. You know, I know, I know KD is, you know, he's getting up there. Kyrie's doing Kyrie things, but I legitimately think they got a shot to win it all, right? With with those talents, with those guys. So he was already there, man. He was already there, man. I have a serious question for, I have a serious question for, for, for Jeremy real quick. So exactly. you're going to make Jacques Vaughn your coach of the year. On yeah, a man. twenty game sample size, that's or, right. Or, or twenty something game sample size. Okay. Well, that's Listen, that's, that's right. That's right now, though. Listen. Right. That's right now. Listen, the Nets yeah. were in the lurch, dog. With Katie and Kyrie, we were, we we're looking at them like, dog. Are y'all are y'all even gonna are y'all gonna get past the second round? You know what I'm saying? Which again, they still have to do. But I think they got a shot. I think with Jock Vaughn, it's a way better shot than with Steve Nash, okay. right? And he's come in. They're playing defense. That was a team that was just leaking baskets. Games were 130 to 125, you know what I'm saying? But now he's got them actually buying into something, which is insane yeah. when you talk about Kyrie, right? You know what I mean? Like Kyrie, like building into philosophy, what? Kyrie buying into team play, what? But he, they're doing it right now. You know, I know like... Yeah. You want to talk small sample size? I think this is good though. This is a this is a great start, right? And we'll see what happens in twenty twenty three. But ultimately, this they're in a way better position than they were a month ago. And you got to give the credit to Jock Vaughn for that. Okay. Roger, who is your coach of the year? Um, yeah, this one was a tough one for me because you know my affinity for for New Orleans and Willie Green and what they're doing. Um, but this one's going to go to J.B. Bickerstaff from the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, they're 20 and 11. Um, okay. He, he's orchestrating what is the best defense analytically in the in the NBA right now, at least in defensive efficiency. Sorry, I shouldn't say analytically because I'm not into every single analytic stat. But in terms of defensive efficiency, they are, they're a wall um, defensively. And I just think, you know, he's a really, really good young coach. And he comes from good stock. And... It's in his blood, and I just love the way they they play. So I'm I'm going to give him defensive. I mean, sorry, excuse me, coach of the year. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. and I, I like a, another another team that plays hard for their coach. And it seems like, and you can also tell with the Cavs and Raja can attest to it. Big mm-hmm. family atmosphere right now, and you can really they, the guys play for each other, and that's a testament to JB. Man, he's yeah. he's doing a really good job this year. Um, I am going to go like in kind of the totality of the year, not necessarily this season. I'm just going to go with the the, the a, a coach that really did great to define this year. I'm going to go friend of the show. I'm going to go with Steve Kerr okay. for the job that he did. La- mm-hmm. I'm talking about last season and what he did um, coaching that Golden State team because I think we're seeing now, especially with how the Warriors are doing this season, just how much of a feat that was, and a lot of and just with that roster makeup and. 
um, just the run that the Warriors did this last season. A lot of that has to go, you know, with the players, but Steve coached his ass off last year. So I'm going to go with Steve Kerr um, for, for my coach of, 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 of this year. Um, all right, I'm going to start off with Ra Ra on this one. See what he got on this one. Mm. We're going to go with moment of the year. I don't, Roger I, Bell. I don't really, I don't, I, I got in full, full disclosure. I don't really understand the question. I didn't love the top. I didn't love the fucking category. Um, I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to. It's a moment I'm that defined the year. my time. I would, I will, the <laughs> moment that defined the year. So far, the moment that this, you two go first, damn it. Gosh. Tell me, who's, what is your, do you have a moment of the year? Like I have boom. a moment of the year. The moment of the year, Roger, just so Roger knows. I don't knows, fucking like, love that. If, there was love 20, it. if it was 2016, Roger. It would be the block from LeBron. That would be the moment of the year. That's what we're talking about. Something right, but it's not the, the season. It's not. It's early, dude. What do you mean the moment? Is it, I guess it's all early. I just don't love the category. I'm sorry. I'm grumpy. You got a pink fucking scully on. Jummy's in here with like an electric sweater. You're I just I'm mad sorry, right dude. now. <laughs> and, you have Hanes, and you have a gray Hanes t-shirt right I don't now. Love the topic. We're just all it's, mad. It's cold. <laughs> you know what? All right. All right. I'll, I'll make this my moment of the year. I'm going to go outside of the box. I like. Oh, okay. you know, there's some things that actually... <laughs> makes sense to you. This category just didn't really make great sense to me, but I'm going to double down on what Jomi just said. I think the moment of the year was the firing or the resignation of my dog, Steve Nash. I think that was the moment of the year right now because that was a, that's a sleeper in, in Brooklyn. We always said if they could figure out how to get it together, you know, that it could be a wild card. That was a team that had the talent to be able to do some things. And it was clear from all accounts that they had checked out on him I haven't really, you know, spoken to him at any lengths about it or whether or not his heart was still in it. But the bottom line was it was kind of messy. And we can't ignore the fact, to Jomi's point, that since he's been gone, they are a 700 team and they seem to be playing much better basketball. So in, as far as overall big picture of the league and p- potential ramifications for, 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 for playoffs, having Brooklyn being good again is really, really interesting. And so for that reason moment of the year would be uh, Steve Nash. That was really good, Rob. Thanks. You're, on, off the you're top really too. good at this. Off the top, you're, dog. You're really like, good at dog. this. No prep on that one, bro. Didn't like it. <laughs> you dome. had to roast us Thanks. for no reason. Thanks, and then we finally, we, we got a great answer out of you. Edit it out in post. Edit it out in post. <laughs> <laughs> no, dog. That's staying in. That shit was hilarious. That's staying in, bro. That's staying in. <laughs> Fuck that. Uh, Joey Joe, what is your moment of the year? <laughs> Oh, I mean, for me, I think this is like very clear. It's the moment when Chris Paul hit a three to bring the Phoenix Suns to within 42 of the Dallas Mavericks. <laughs> that, was the, that was the moment of the year right there. You, oh, know, man. you know, Chris oh, Paul shit. bringing it back in the clutch. You know how he does. That game was because you're thinking game seven. You know, game six was kind of like a blowout too, but that's in Dallas. You know, they're playing. They're going to come back to Phoenix at home. You know, the, they just went to the finals. They're going to be all right. We're going to see a great game seven. Can Luka, you know, do his thing? You know, or will the defending Western Conference champions hold serve? And Luka outscored him by himself in the third quarter. Like, it was bad. It was bad. They were down They were down 50 at 1.50. We could not believe what we were watching in the moment. You, you understand? Like, it was it was bizarre to say the least, and I mean we had to we, I mean I had to send Phoenix home after that you know in a in a wild way, but ultimately 
that was the moment I remember the most from this last year of basketball. Just being like, oh my gosh, like I cannot believe I'm witnessing this right here. My God, what a what a debacle that was! A great, it was it was fun though. It was, it was fun I, to I, see a little bit, just a little bit. <laughs> this is not my moment of the year, but it's an honorable mention. Just building on your point, Jomi. Jomi's pack watch after <laughs> the after the the Suns did what they did was pretty legendary. That it, could, it got yeah, to the I mean, point. It got to the point where Raja couldn't even have a rebuttal. He said he said it was a poverty franchise. It damn near should. Be, move as a franchise, move to we Seattle. Don't need to do, we don't need to do that again. There's no need to do all that again. Okay. I mean, I mean, yeah, they heard it. Okay. <laughs> Jeremy okay. said it. They fucking heard they it. They can go back and listen to it, right? <laughs> <laughs> it didn't go nowhere. <laughs> well, my old shit, buy my old album. <laughs> um, all right, oh, man. Moment of the year, specifically. It, it just, it, it, it turned to a, a pretty viral moment afterwards. And I think it's something that defined the NBA season afterwards. And I think that we're, we're, we're witnessing a trend in my list right now. But when Steph put him to sleep, when Steph put, did the night-night in Boston, um, mm. which, honestly, I think that was the closest that Jomi ever got to being a Warriors fan. It wasn't very close, but it was the closest that it ever, it ever came. Um I remember getting text messages from him just talking about how much he hated the Celtics. Didn't mention the Warriors specifically that night, but was talking about how much he hated the Celtics and how happy he was that the Celtics lost. I mean, you but have, that was just a you big have to understand. You have to understand <laughs> as soon as, as soon as the finals matchup came out, man, it was we believe. Let's mm. lock in. We're here. Let's go, Dubs. You know, I was back at Oracle. You know what I'm saying? There was no, no me, shame in your name. Back. There was no shame in, in you and no, you flying up to the none. bay for for two weeks. Although it was disgusting watching y'all get the, the rings on opening night. That was tough. I was like, is this what I wanted? Like, I've won, but at what cost? You know, it was tough. Would you do it again? Absolutely. Would you do, would you do it? Well, if I had for the seas, of course. I'd, okay. I'd, I'd, root for, I'd root for the Clippers before I root for the Celtics, bro. Mm. Like, I'd, I'd root for, I, I would root for the aliens to come and take over Earth. Before I rooted for the Celtics, man. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> okay. Yeah. If the Martians came to Earth and said, listen, we were playing the Celtics in a seven-game series. Winner mm. gets Earth. Let's go, Martians. Let's go. Like, let's go. I'm Team <laughs> Mars, insane. baby. That's insane. Not letting that that's insane. That, that's insane. Listen, um, I love what I love. This is a very this is a very special award we got coming on. This is this is this is uh this means a lot. Um, mm-hmm. this is someone uh who exhibits all the great things um that represents basketball. This is the Raja Bell Memorial Award for defense that Raja names himself for a person that exhibits all the qualities that Raja wants in a defender, and it's a lot of qualities, damn it. It is a lot of qualities. You have to do you have to be of a certain ilk to get this award on a yearly basis. Raja Bell, who are you giving this award to? All right. So again, you've thrown me where this year for this NBA basketball season. This calendar year, Raja. Nah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, nah, I don't like that. Well, all right, fuck it. Let's do it. This calendar year. Cause I thought, I thought he was slightly snubbed last year for it. So it's going to go to one Bam Adebayo. Mm. All right. I know the Heat aren't necessarily living up to expectations right now, record wise, but Bam is still strapped up. Bam is still yes. not who you want to see matched up against you. Um, 
when you're trying to get your buckets that night because you got family and friends in the crowd. All right. Okay. Bam is Bam is not the dude you want to call up there in the pick and roll to get that switch, no matter how good you are with the ball in your hands. Bam is a problem. He's a Swiss Army knife defensively. Um, and he'll get down and dirty and he makes extra effort plays and he's physical and he's slightly mean. So for all of those reasons, you said it's an all-encompassing award. There are a lot of things that go into that. It's gonna be bam out of it. Listen, listen, basically what Roz is saying is I know that you want your family to come to Miami with you, you know, when you're coming into games and stuff like that. You want them, they can come with you to Miami, but don't bring them in the stands because you're going to get embarrassed when Bam Adebayo was playing. You, that, is that basically you, what you're saying, well, Rob? I'm, no, I don't know. I mean, you just might not hit your, your mark, man. I mean, you might be held okay. under your average. <laughs> you know what I mean? There okay. are a lot of, Bam, Bam is Bam is got a lot of good qualities that the defensive minded people can appreciate. So yeah, you, you still have a good time. I mean, Miami's something for everybody. Like shit, it's I ain't great. telling you, you might, some great meals, you walk around on the beach, you're going to see some, yeah. some pretty people, but you might not hit your mark number wise. That's all I'm saying, dog. Okay. That's a, that's a great one. The, the, the first ever Raja Bell Memorial Award for defense goes to Bam out of Biles. Big time. You can get your award from Jeremy's house in Hawaii or wherever he is. That's, that's where all the awards will be at. Um, wherever Jomi is, get your little certificate. Um, and since Raja is printing the certificate, your name might be spelled wrong. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Arby's. It's 3 p.m. and dinner is still hours to come. Maybe lunch didn't quite hit the spot. That's where the new two for $5 chicken wraps from Arby's come in. Available in ranch, barbecue, and honey mustard. They're perfect for the afternoon snack attack or... As an add-on to your meal, Arby's two for five dollar chicken wraps are here for a limited time at participating locations. Visit an Arby's near you or order ahead on the Arby's app. This episode is supported by State Farm. Man, I remember when I first got into a car accident, it was pure frustration because I did not have State Farm. And now that I do have State Farm, it is an exclamation of pure joy. But the only words that you need to remember are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. This episode is brought to you by Visible Wireless. Want a wireless provider that always brings its A-game? Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon as low as $25 a month every month, taxes and fees included. And as if that wasn't already a huge win, you could use promo code RINGER20 to receive $20 off your first month just for listening to us talk about basketball. Not bad, right? You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com and use promo code RINGER20. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. The Visible monthly rate is $25 per month. Another big moment. Let's go. I don't know what the... What the, what the uh... The sound design is right now, but we need some real. We need some streamers. We need some. We need some flex bombs. We need all of the above for this next one, because it's going to go for three or four minutes. Um, I don't know what this is going to be. I'm. 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 I'm really curious to w- what this is. But this is the inaugural award um, for the Jomi Joe Memorial Pack. 
for someone that just didn't meet their mark. They may have played Bam out of bio in Miami and just got embarrassed, but um, someone that just did. needed to get a royal. You see what you see the vibes, oh. man. We out here, man. Um, for someone that just didn't hit their mark um, this season in our Lord's year of 2022, I'm gonna cede the floor to you, Jomi Jump. Who earned your memorial pack for this year? Wow. <laughs> Woo, I mean, how much time do I have? Listen, I mean, we could go through, I mean, the whole year, really. Like, we we gave the Utah Jazz like a solid goodbye, you know, when they uh they lost to a Luca was gone for half the series and Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, you know, didn't show me anything. And they split them dudes up. In fact, they blew that whole franchise up. They changed the logo. They did everything different after that loss. We mentioned the Phoenix Suns. Those bums. I don't have to say it all again. Listen. Listen. It was tough. That game seven was tough. You know? Ultimately, though, ultimately, and and this is really hard for me to say this right now because... And I think, Logan, you know where I'm going with this, man. I got to go to Anthony Davis, man. Mm. Oh, oh, he's hurt again, it's got man. To. He's hurt again, man. It's tough. It is tough. Every, every time AD starts to put it together, every time we're like, yeah. This is the AD for 2020. This is the AD we got. This is the AD we fit a build around. Oh, it's a foot. It's an ankle. It's a knee. Every single time. And it sucks. It sucks. Because we got to hear for everybody. Oh, street clothes. Da, da, da. This, man. Uh, 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 Anthony Data Davis. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's. It is jokes <laughs> all over the place, man. It's jokes all over the place. Despite the fact that the man had been balling. Balling. And think about it. Think about it. Every single time, like, it's always more devastating the injury, how better he plays, right? In 2020, he was playing all right. We're like, oh, man, he's hurt. It's all right, though, man. We got Bron, Marcus, da, da, da. Last year, balling again. Gets hurt in Denver. We're like, uh-oh. Man was playing good. Dang, that's that's unfortunate. He had been playing like maybe not the best ball of his career, you know, if you if you look at, you know, the whole the entire thing, but pretty one close. of the best stretches, pretty close, yeah. right? Pretty close to the best ball he had ever been playing as a first ballot Hall of Famer and now he's out for a month. At least what well, Sham say indefinitely. Lakers treating it's indefinite. Jomi, may, Jomi, may I for on. one second? May I? Because I feel your frustration. And I, I just feel like I need to give you a second to breathe and just finish finish this out where you want to go with that. Like, But let me interject for a second. Please. You haven't been on in a while. So what I've dealt with is trying to navigate this landscape of Laker fandom and hopes <laughs> and to some degree reel in my Anthony Davis takes while 
while at the same time acknowledging that he's playing great basketball and simultaneously preparing people for the inevitability that this man was going to be hurt again. <laughs> Do you know how hard it is to juggle Raja, all of that Raja, shit? What was your reaction when you got the notification on your phone? Because mine was just resignation because we had talked about this two weeks ago, Raja, because I was excited. I was excited, and we are on let, full transparency, guys. We are on a Lakers call. This is a Lakers call. We have two producers, Third Eye Kai and OG Kerm, who are who are Lakers stands, obviously, right? I grew up a Laker fan. You know this in this pod. So Raja every week has to temper expectations, but specifically during this time, right? I'm saying, oh man, what is this going to be when 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 LeBron comes back? I'm talking to myself into the gas. Raja, what was going through your mind in the totality when you got the the notification on your phone and then put on SportsCenter and you saw that Anthony Davis was out? (laughs) I can't even really describe what was going through my head. I'm so conflicted because as a former professional athlete, I want to see no one hurt. I want everyone to be playing their best ball and achieving. Like, I know what it takes, man. Like, I... So while I can tell you I don't see certain things in someone, that doesn't mean I don't pull for them to be the best version of themselves, however, comma, but I knew it was coming. So when it came across the screen, I, I actually double take, I had to double take at it because it came off. Boop. I looked back up my phone. It went away. So I had to click into something to find it. There it was. And I'll just say like this, you know, normally I don't have a problem. Anyone who knows me, I'm not an, I told you so all the time kind of guy, not all the time, not all the time, but I'm not bashful about it either. Like I will say, I told you that I felt I, I couldn't even text that to you guys. I couldn't. Did you, did you, were you thinking about screenshotting and put in the chat? Cause I I thought about it for like two minutes. I was like, man, I can't, I should I, no, I can't do it. I won't even do it. It's just so sad. It's just so sad. So tough. So sad. It's so so sad, man. It's so unfortunate. Do you, you blame, Jomi, do you, okay, so you are a Lakers truther. You know, you are the mm-hmm. eternal optimist of the Laker nation. You always have your ears to the streets. Yeah, man. How do you go through this Anthony Davis just roller coaster every year? Because it's not his fault that he gets hurt every year. It's not, it's his, not fault. his fault. It's not his fault. Not his fault. But what's the best ability, ability Raja? What's the best ability? Um, it, it's it's availability, sir. Right, um, right, right, right. It's availability. So with that in mind, Jomi, like, how do you continue to go through this roller coaster, honestly? And I'm I'm gonna ask you to put your 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 uh your your GM hat on this right now. What do you do now? What's going on? What what happens now? Well, I mean, let's be completely honest. It's cooked. It's done. It's a wrap. <laughs> We got to start thinking about that uh, that late first round pick from New Orleans, right? Mm. You know, we got to look be like, listen, we can't give him Wemby. You know, this just can't happen. There's a chance, but uh, you know, we can't let that happen. Ultimately, you know, if you if you feel that you know maybe in a month, let's say you tread water for a month, right, and you're still mm-hmm. in that like you know 11, 10 seed, eighty comes back, you know January, late January, and you're like, okay. We we feel like we can make a run to the to the plan. Cool. Then you have the trade deadline. You make something happen. If in the next month or so things go really bad, we got to start looking at LeBron. Like, hey man, how about you take tonight off, my boy? What you think mm. about uh you know? But that's but 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 he's got to catch 
he's got to catch Kareem first, right? Once he catches Kareem, you know, hashtag chasing Kareem. Once he gets that thing, you know, we'll have the little celebration. We'll do the clap, you know, and then we'll be like, hey, man, ah, your back looking a little tight, you know? Like, ah, you know, your groin looking a little, little sore, my man. Don't you? Damn, don't you shit uh, yeah, out. yeah. We don't need to. Yeah, we don't need to push you, mom. You know, you you thirty eight years mm. old. You know what I mean? We don't need all that. Yeah. Ultimately, but you know what? And it's tough. It's it stinks. You know, again, this is the '80s fault. But you know what gets me through it? Them twenty twenty highlights, man. Them twenty twenty mm, bubble, bubble highlights. Them bubble highlights. Mm, yeah. Them bubble highlights, man. It's good. It used to be the 2010, 20, 2009 chips. You know, all those yeah. years when we was Brandon Ingram, you know. Daniel when Nick Russell. Young was your best player. Dog, it was, I would go on YouTube and load up the highlights. Now I can go back. They ain't HD now, man. Mm. You know, I guess that, that game winner against uh, Denver, oh, man. It's good. Wow. But that's that's all wow. we got right now. If it's going to be that bad. Stuff. Raja, Raja, Stuff. what is what is what are you doing? Put your GM hat on. What is next for the Lakers, bro? Because like, I know AD is untouchable. They're, the people on the roster that is tradable are pretty untouchable. So, like, what do you do? What the hell do you do? I sit back and I drink my bourbon, bro. Mm. That's what I do. I mean, like, I don't have a great answer for you. I'm not gonna sit here and, and pretend like I can uh, because I know damn well they're sitting behind closed doors. Like, what the hell do we do? Like, what the I'm he. Eh, I'm not going to do it because it's, it's Dude, it feels on, slanderous. It feels slanderous, and I don't mean it to be slanderous, but I can't count on that because everything about it that I have as a sample size of data suggests that I can't count on that. So what gives me like mofo's yeah. don't just get healthier as they get older. Yeah, I mean there've been some instances of the Grand Hills, right? Like, as he's gotten a better medical team around him, having a resurgence. Of but he was a role player when that happened. Antonio McDice, like those type of dudes. But, yeah, and that's fair too. But, you know, it's not like you're saying, hey, man, we've got this new proprietary blend of supplement that we're going to start giving AD and all of these injuries, whether they're not, I mean, they're not saying they're his fault, but, like, we, we can stop it. You just don't. He's just prone to it. And so, when that cog in your wheel, as big as that is, and as much as you have wrapped up into it, is 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 so enticingly talented, but so disturbingly injury prone, it really puts you in this conundrum. I don't know. Also, I'm phenomenal. with, with Jomi in terms of the immediate of this. Like, it, let's see where we are when he's healthy. I don't know what that means. Indefinite is scary to me. It, but let's terrifying. see where we are. Let's see if we can hold water as a franchise until he gets back. It, you know, if if he's back and we haven't slipped out of contention to being, you know, a, a, in a good playoff spot, that's different, right? Like, I mean, shit, he got injured again, but we we could still. But if if we slip out and this becomes another waste of a season, I think that's what you're talking about, right? Like, it, it, that's when shit gets sideways. I mean, hopefully he comes back. The Lakers are still playing well, and you just reinfuse him into the lineup, and they figure out how to play with him again. I, I'm hoping for Laker fans. Good luck with that. Phenomenal use of the word conundrum. Um, and, Joe, just before we get to the next segment, just a real question, and this is the realest question I've asked you. Which team would you rather watch right now? The 22-23 Lakers or the... 2013-14 Lakers at this very moment. What would you rather? What would you rather watch on League Pass? You see it right now. 
2022-2023 Lakers, man. Let me tell you something about the 2022-2023. <laughs> let me tell you something about the 2013-2014 Lakers, man. <laughs> that was some horrific basketball. My God. They weren't even, and they weren't even that bad because the, the pick they got was Julius Randle. That was the seventh pick, right? And that didn't, like, I don't think that shifted at all. So they weren't, like, the worst thing to watch. But my goodness gracious, great balls of fire. Once Kobe tore that labrum, bruh, you know, and we're like, ah, it's, it's cooked for show. Like, it's done. And you had to watch, um, what was it? Uh, Jordan Farmar back, Marshawn Brooks, uh, Ed Davis, Roddy Price. Oh, Roddy Price with the Ronnie one shoot. Nah, bro. Ronnie's nah. my guy. Ronnie's Ken, my guy. Ken Bazemore. Shout out to Ronnie Price, man. I was, he, he held it down. Xavier Henry. We're just getting all, the, all in the chat. Wow. We're getting Dog. his names. I, I thought Xavier Henry was going to be the. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you my biggest <laughs> miss. My biggest miss. Ryan Kelly, bro. Oh, I God. thought Ryan Kelly would be like dollar store Dirk. Okay. Mm. You know, stretch, you know, stretch four, come out here, shots. You know what I'm saying? And the dude wasn't even like, what? Well, I can't even say like Walmart Dirk, bro. He was, he was, he didn't, <laughs> he didn't last in the league. You know what I'm saying? That was that, man, it was tough times. I'm picking this Lakers team every time because at least they got LeBron. Um, Austin Reeves is somebody, you know, obviously we love to root for. And, you know, Tom, I love Thomas Bryant's energy. Even though Stan has Westbrook, Benchbrook has not, you know, raised my blood pressure too much <laughs> since he's been coming off the bench, you know. Hey, boy, so, hey boy chill out. I okay, just want to yeah, make sure. Yeah. I just want to make sure you just chill. You can just stop right there because you know what I'm about to do with the Westbrook slam. Don't even don't even think about it. Don't even um, think about that. <laughs> you mean to you mean to tell me I had to look him up because I listen. <laughs> you thought this mofo right here was going to be a, a, a Walmart Dirk? You said the dollar store dollar Dirk. store Dirk. Dollar store Dirk. Come in, hit some shots. You feel me? You know. You ain't, <laughs> hey, listen. I could have saved some... you. You ain't know me at the time, but I could have saved you a whole lot of hoping. <laughs> You could have just are you gonna hit me on the Twitter account I didn't have? I would have let you know immediately. <laughs> Robert Sacre, come on now. We was we was hot. <laughs> nah, I was you gotta relax. Nah. That was a tough year. That was a tough year. <laughs> Shoot, you ain't lying. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, we just every time we talk about the Lakers, we just get sad. It just gets sad. Um <laughs> All right. Let's go to a, a let's go to Whew. Let's go to who won the year. All right. Let's let's do that. Rah rah. I it's going too far. Okay, wait, well, you got one more thing to say? What's going on, Joe? I think you should go first because I think you would have the the answer. I think you got oh. it. Yes, he's got it. And there would be no need to go ahead. Okay. I'm gonna go with Steph Curry as who won the year. There you go. 2022. Yep. He won the year. Uh, in, in every conceivable way. Um yeah. Yeah. we could just we could just talk talk through that, but the, he he got the ring without Kevin Durant. Yeah, he. Uh, I'd say Steph Boston. Curry slash Golden State. Can we do that? Is that fair? I mean, this is my who won the year. You can do Golden State Warriors if you want to do it. Well, I think we all agree. Like we Steph all agree. Okay. All right. Let's, yeah, I think let's we all talk through it. Right. I'm just can I just tag that on with you? Would you be okay with that? All right. Yeah. Let's all tag right, that right, on. Cool. Let's bet, talk bet, that bet, on. Bet, so bet. I mean, he wins. He 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 and the Golden State Warriors win the win the title post Kevin Durant, which was a big deal for them. Yeah. They won in yeah. a year where very unexpected year, right? Like you did not expect that the Warriors were going to win or even be in contention. I think preseason, and you guys can go back and look. I think me, I think we picked that last year. I think it was going to be a Brooklyn Lakers finals. That did, that did not <laughs> hold true at all. Um, no. 
and just there was just the, the, there was like a temporary uh, re- restoration of the Golden State Magic. I don't think it's here this year, and I and I've been on record to say that I don't know if they're going to recapture that at all. Um, but last year it was just like kind of a throwback, and it 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 just it was just one of those years where yeah, they're back. I don't know how long this is going to last, but I'm happy they're here. Right? Is that is that fair, Ra? Yeah, I think I think you hit a you hit it all, man. Steph looking to place himself in the firmly forever every conversation about some of the greatest to play the game conversations on like non-debatable, right? Like cuz yeah. you know, some some idiots that tell you you know, before he had that one there were arguments for I didn't subscribe to him, but some people might try to throw that at you. Like for yeah. for those reasons, he cemented himself. I think Golden State um you know, as a franchise, both for him and the and the team without KD. Obviously, a lot of stuff going on there, but they have some good young talent. Like, that's another yeah. win for Golden State. You know, if they can continue to develop it, Clay Thompson coming back, like a lot of great things, bro. So I'm, I'm with you all 100%. I couldn't have said it better myself. Show me, how hard is it for you to admit that this, this team and then this, uh, that this player won, won any year? Because I know this, is, this, this seems like it could be tough for you. Uh, it was. It honestly wasn't that tough. I mean, even them playing the Celtics aside, like seeing Steph Curry like do his thing, like for those you know six games was something that you know we we had we had known that he could do. You know, obviously the two MVP years, the unanimous one in that. But on the biggest stage, when everybody was like, every, like Roger's point, everybody was like, does Steph perform in the finals? Does da 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 da? And you're like. Dog, the, the dude balls, man. He's got three chips. Like, have some respect. And to see him go out there, you know, them down, them down the series 2-1 and just uh, take over. Just be like, yeah, nah, this is mine. Uh, you guys enjoy. Appreciate you, Jason Tanner. Thanks for coming out. Jalen Brown, thank you for coming. Uh, Robert Williams, you know, hey, have fun. And Grant Williams, thanks for uh, coming through and just giving him bucket after bucket after bucket after bucket, delivering after delivery. And then you see him at the end of the series. He's, he's crying, you know, the... The whole team is just like, you know, they they feel a certain type of way because, like you said, they were done and dusted. We had written them off. We had said, you're not supposed to be here anymore. You guys are cooked. Goodbye. And ultimately, they proved a lot of people wrong. And so Steph in particular, right, he got his finals MVP that everybody, you know, he said he needed to have to be one of the greats and, you know, whatever. But ultimately, he did what he had to do in that series. And if you love ball, you can't, I don't care, you know, Unless you're a Celtics fan, obviously. If you love hoops, you can't help but look at that and go, wow, that's incredible. Like, just what a story, what a moment for him. And again, he didn't need that to cement his legacy, but now we can, you know, sit here and be like, yeah, he's one of the greatest of all time. I think that, uh, I think that this Warriors title, I think this Warriors title makes this, I think it makes their run Teflon. Like, I think it makes them, one of those teams where like this specific title and I was talking to somebody earlier like and I'm and I I think this will be their favorite title when it when it goes when you go back and you know when they go to the reunion and all those things and when we see them in about 15 20 years I think they're going to be like this is the title that we love the most that we wasn't expected and we're good after this we're fine every question was answered in this title um and you could see I was I was I was at game 6 you could just see, and I, I'd, I'd been able to. I had been able to go to the 2018 finals when they won in Cleveland, but then when they won in Boston, it was just 
it was a joy that I had never seen from this team. Probably comparable to the first one that they had, but this was one where they were just like, we didn't know we were going to get here. We had no idea this was going to happen. And they sense the moment. And a lot of times, a lot of teams, that's their Achilles heel. They don't sense the moment of like, this is probably our only shot at it. And history, and, and you know, we watching the Warriors right now, you could see why they were like, this is where we need to go get this because this isn't promised next year. And it's not. And I don't know if they're going to go to the finals or we don't know what they're going to do this season. But I got a question for you, Rob, as someone that, that knows ball. Um, I was of the mind and still a, a certain as a, as a player player. Um, of the mind. I remember uh, just thinking like throughout that whole run and when, when Kevin was on that team um, that he was the best player on that team. And I still, and I still think so. Um, but I think this is the first time you can kind of make an argument though. Like, yo, Steph with resume and with, with, with uh, Steph with resume and, 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 and just with moments and with uh, you know, with titles right now that you can make the argument that he's eclipsed Kevin. Where do you put Steph, and I'm not putting putting those two against each other for this question, Roger, but where would you put Steph in your all time? Like where would you where would he be right there? Is he's so tricky? Is he top 15, top 10? Where would you have him if you had to if you had to ask? If you had to answer that question, where would you put him? So I don't mean to do this, but I suck at those lists. Mm. I suck because like right now on the spot. It's going to be unfair to someone because I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to put in enough due diligence to really get a good answer. Do you know what I mean? But I'm going to yeah. give you one. But I really suck at them because I, my wheels just don't spin that fast. You got to forgive me. I'm a, someone's going to get left out. But I would say unequivocally top 15. Unequivocally, mm -hmm. right? And then I start getting into Like I'm already at five where, where yeah. you know what I'm saying? So like... Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think he might fall for me. And again, not fair. Apologies before this happens. Just outside top 10, but but probably 9 to 12 without me getting in the weeds and wasting podcast listeners' times like debating 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. But I think he's in that. And that's a feat in itself. It's one of the What's it's times. That's, <laughs> that's, I mean, because the names, time, yeah. the names of five that I had gotten to, obviously, were like Who are your LeBron, five? Who are your LeBron, five? Well, I mean, I just started. I, this was in no particular order, but I was like LeBron, MJ, we had Magic, we had Kobe, um, and then you got like Kareem or one of those yeah. dudes. You know what I mean? Like, So I'm already at five. Yeah. And when you're not that far behind those dudes, like, yeah, man, like that's that's a hell of an accomplishment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's in the conversation. Of, like he's chasing ghosts at this point, right? Like he's still in that conversation. That's a that's a big feat to have for him. All right, man. This is the one. This is this is where we where we, where we uh one of the the biggest awards for um, the biggest award that we can give on our release. Um, it's the award for our weekly award, but it's our yearly award now. Mm -hmm. Real one of the year. Um, where we point out a person entity or organization that won the year. It's a big deal. You know, this is, might be a trophy at Jomi's house that he's going to give to this person. It just might be that. <laughs> I'm going to, uh, I'm going to start it off and then we'll go to Jomi and go to big rah, rah. Uh, I'm gonna go with Brittany Griner. It's, um, oh, yeah. pretty self-explanatory, man. Um, if you know her story, um, you know, you guys got to go check that out, but it, it touches so many different, um, touch points just throughout our world, right? Just, you know, the just system, um, 
geopolitical, everything you want to name. I don't want to go into to all of that on this podcast, but um, I think when you think about it, her year in 2022 and all the things that she had to go through, real one of the year. Um, and she's going to play. She says she's going to play next season for the Phoenix Mercury, which is a feat in itself, you know? Um, so I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with Brittany Griner, uh, for our, for my real one of the year. Jumpy Jump, who is your real one of the year? My real one of the year, I think you might know this guy, Logan, is a one Mike Trudell. Mm. Okay. Mike Trudell has, uh, been a, been a, you know, we met, um, last year, 2021, but this 2022, man, you know, he's been a, been a great person to talk to, you know, about, about hoops. About you know, about a uh, Disney Plus shows. You know, he calls me. I'll be like, "Jump, what I gotta, what I gotta tap into." And I'm like, "I got you, Mike." And just being overall great dude. You know, shout out to him. Shout out to his family. All great people. All love to the man, Mike Trudell. That's my real one of the year. That's great, bro. Friend of the show, Mike Trudell. Also, man, legend in his own right. I remember when, like, oh. I remember when he when he sent a, a DM, was like talking about how much he loved the pod. I was just like, "What the fuck?" Like, I grew up watching you, bro. Like, that's crazy. And right. then, then he said, he said, "And where's Jomi?" And I was like, "We need to put him on a group text." So we, me, Jomi, and Mike have the most popping group text of all time. That's our guy. That's our homie, <laughs> the God, Big Mike. Shout out to the Mike, homie, Big Mike. Mike T. Yes, sir. Mike T. Um, it's going to be hard to follow, and I'm going to step outside. I mean, and we're staying consistent with the theme of real ones, right? It doesn't have to be basketball-related necessarily. No, it does not. Well, you know my my where my heart lies. It's it's mm. it's yeah. on the gridiron, even it's though on I the didn't play it. So my real <laughs> one of the year is going to be from a team, Logan, that I think that you have a, a secret affinity for, too, because Mom Dukes is from the area. He's yep. from them Fly Eagles Fly. It's Jalen Hurts. Mm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, my baby. real one. And real talk, he's the real one of, like, the last six years for me because all I did was watch him, like, I think he was the best player in the country coming out. You got to forgive my memory. But I think he was he was a super, super high recruit. He went to Bama and did nothing but win, and then he got supplanted by by Tua and you know it was always the same shit and then he got to Philly and they everyone scoffed at why they took him with the last pick you know in the in the round and why would you do that you got Carson Wentz and then Philly told you now we're straight we're gonna roll with this and all I had to hear all the talking heads tell you why it was the worst thing he couldn't he was inaccurate and he couldn't lead and you know all of the trigger like words all of that shit and all, all he's done is win. And now he's sitting in a position with the Eagles. I think they're 14 and one. Forgive me. I watched him the other day. And all he does is just keep winning. Did you see the balls yeah. he dropped on Devontae Smith in it? And and, oh. and and the bull yesterday? What's um what's the kid uh, Brown they got from AJ Brown. AJ Brown. Brown? Did you see him drop that shit in a bucket? Yep. Like my man, my man is out there. He's firmly, in my opinion, in the lead to win MVP. Um the Eagles are the best team in football right now. And from what he's had to overcome and how he's, and I, I'll give some credit to the talking heads, there was room for improvement. But like I say with everybody, everyone can improve provided they mm -hmm. do the work. They admit yep. that they can improve and they do the work. And that's all he's done over and over and over again. I wish him nothing but the best. So he's my real one of the year. I got a little message for Jalen Hurts in the city of Philadelphia. 
Fly, Eagles, fly <laughs> on the road to victory. Uh, E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles! <laughs> Little fucking vibes. There we go. Shout out That's to my partners in West Philly. We out here. Uh. Shout out to Ardmore. You see the vibes. We out here, man. All right. That was that was that was our inaugural release. We're gonna do this. This this is our new thing. This is our new style. See us in December. Every December, we're gonna pop in with the reallys. All right. Um, little housekeeping. We got one more episode to close out the year. That is gonna be our mailbag. We, I will tweet out the information in due time this week. Um, our annual us. mailbag. Get, get at us. us we man. have some good mailbags though. But get at us. Got, let us know. Let get it, at yeah. us, man. Dog, ask us any question that you want to ask, bro. Hey, make a. Hey, don't be. Don't be. Don't be. Don't be. Don't be doo-doo heads, okay? But ask us anything you guys want to ask within reason, all right? Um, and uh, we will see you guys. we got a lot of store for you guys for 2023, man. Can't wait to share it with you. Um, but we will uh, see you guys on Thursday for our mailbag episode. It's been another edition of Real Ones and the first edition of the release. Tap in. Holla. Holla.